here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Rob McCarron. Breaking news, the rating for Raw is likely to fall at 2.7 or 2.8. Sting versus Flair did a 5-4. Jeff Hawkins. This is a joke. I'm going to kick your butt when I, once I get bail. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come after you. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. There ain't no stopping us now. We celebrate on the floor. Top down, we're ready to go. To all the people across every nation. Turn it up and give me some more. Balloon guy! All right, welcome to Shake Them Ropes. Rob McCarron here and Jeff Hawkins, and we are live streaming on the YouTube, voicesofwrestling.com, youtube.com slash voicesofwrestling, as my audio goes nuts because I had the watch page up and it was playing audio of ourselves. That's always fun. Hey, it's a learning experience because this is the first real one we've done. Mm -hmm. We've uh, done some test shows. That never happened in the test shows, but... uh, (laughs) That's now, never happened to me before. Now oh, we, that's all right. It happens to a lot of producers, Rob. Don't worry. Now we learn. Now we, uh, <laughs> now we try to go back and splice this for the edited podcast version and see if that works. <laughs> um, but yes, we are, we are here live Wednesday, October 7th, 2015. Um, Rob McCarron, Jeff Hawkins, Shake Them Ropes. You can find it at voicesofwrestling.com slash STR. We are here on the YouTube live streaming. If you're listening on the podcast later, we would love your feedback of TakeOver. Uh, Rob at voicesofwrestling.com. Leave a comment on the YouTube page or the Voices of Wrestling page or visit us on Twitter at Shake Them Ropes. And you can interact with us if you are listening live right now. Interact with Jeff and I via Shake Them Ropes on Twitter or send us an email, Rob at voicesofwrestling.com or this nifty chat room that's on the live page. If you are listening live via YouTube at youtube.com slash Voices of Wrestling, I guess it would be what I, I think it'd be this way. This, I'm not even watching it. This I'm just looking at my camera right now. <laughs> this, this way on the page. Um, it says the stream is going, so uh, we should be going okay. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully if it does, if it, if it doesn't go well, then leave us uh, feedback. I'll be checking the Twitter. I'll be in the chat. So if something's wrong, let us know. What's wrong, Jeff? Oh, nothing. I'm just okay. listening to you. you. You gave a little face there. You gave a little okay. face. But yes, we are monitoring the live chat on the YouTube page. So if you have a question or comment, you can send us anything in the live chat and interact with the show as long as the stream keeps going. I mm-hmm. hope it keeps going. Uh, overall thoughts, Jeff. We just watched NXT TakeOver. Respect from Full Sail University. Overall, what, what did you think? Not just a fun card, a smart card. A card that rewarded you. Um, you called this uh, during our preview that NXT is a company that rewards people who pay attention and Mm -hmm. they did, especially in the main event. But man, if you hated this card, if you didn't enjoy this card, uh, I feel bad for you. I don't know how you can be a wrestling fan and not have enjoyed that. I'm sure there are some who didn't. I'm sure there are some are going, well, I like this card better, but 
What a fun, fun card with very little dead time, very little anything, you know, that was filler again. But mm-hmm. top to bottom, I mean, those two semifinal tag team matches were almost perfect in terms of their booking, I thought. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Apollo Crews versus uh, Tyler Breeze match, I thought over-delivered and was smart in terms of how that ending went. The 30-minute Iron Woman match was great. Uh Kana versus Kana uh, Asuka versus Dana Brooke over delivered. I thought, and mm-hmm. you know, props to Dana Brooke, who I've, Dana Brooke you know, was great. I, Dana Brooke shaded, was absolutely I, fantastic for, for her skill level. She was absolutely great. And I thought the debut was, was great as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the finals for the tag team match were, it was smart for someone was asking if it was anticlimactic because we didn't get, you know, all these heel turns and we were kind of, we didn't get everything that you thought might happen, which is fine. But it was fine. It was smart. It was fine. Number one, it was a well-booked match. Number two, number three, it was a callback. It was a callback to the Crockett cup 87, which I went over with, with the talking sheet guys, Mm -hmm. because it was almost the same thing with Finn being injured kind of in the role of Nikita Koloff, who had the injured neck at the hands of the Midnight Express. They faced the Midnight Express during the semifinal. They faced, you know, this this Uber heel team in the finals. And you know what? And they overcome the odds and uh, no heel turn. And I thought it was a perfect, perfect um, homage to Dusty. So uh, overall, my favorite card of the year so far, I don't, think the card's going to top it unless new japan goes over the top top to bottom oh, you're talking I mean, all of wrestling i don't know about that one i mean it was it was super fun it was great and what was amazing about it is a lot of times in these takeovers is we get the first half hour which are some of the other matches we get the second half hour which might be the start of one of the two main events and then you get the really big main event this was for two hours and 15 minutes all non-stop awesome yeah. let me quantify let me qualify my statement then because with certain cards, you're going to get better matches, no doubt. You're going to get high. But in terms of fluctuating quality, I mean, you know, even a New Japan card has a Captain New Japan match in it. You, know, you didn't get anything like that. You didn't get a real squash in here. Yeah. Or young guys who are debuting, who are working out the kinks in terms yeah. of that. Well, for me, it was okay. It wasn't the best card. Let's put it that way. It was my it was, most enjoyable. It was super card fun. Of the year. It was it enjoyable. Was a lot of, yeah. Nonstop from start to finish. And, and I, just, um, I, don't want, I don't want the work rate fanboys coming after me for some reason. <laughs> one, I mean, we'll talk about what we did get in all the matches. We'll talk about what we didn't get, including the Bullet Club. Uh, we'll talk about a bunch of different stuff of, as we go through this card. We'll go through from start to finish. Um, I yes. want to get, I mean, Death by Ego in the YouTube chat says, Jeff with the hyperbole. So obviously a longtime listener. Um, <laughs> wasn't trying to be hyperbolic. It was just enjoyable to me. I, I, I didn't say it was okay. No, that's, it's fine. that's fine. It's the greatest card ever. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it was a really strong card. I mean, it, okay. it, was, it was the greatest. It was the greatest one of all time. That's fine. <laughs> um, but we'll get through uh, a lot of these uh, Twitter comments too, as you help us kind of produce the show tonight. But no, I mean, just fun. I mean, NXT Takeover. These shows yeah. have been super fun, and this one. You started with the Dusty Rhodes tag team matches, and that's what we're going to start with here. You had Finn Balor and Samoa Joe going up against Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. And then, Shoot Nation, Jason Jordan, Chad Gable, who the crowd is taking to big time. These guys have a definite future. The whole tag team division, a lot of these teams, I mean, you got to look at some of the newer teams. I think that was something that, you know, the NXT crew wanted to do 
is there was a lot of talk about how Blake and Murphy weren't in this uh, finals. There's a lot yeah. of talk about how the villains weren't there. The villains are the care. tag champs. You got two new teams established tonight, plus Samoa Joe Finn Balor, who are normally singles wrestlers, and that'll probably play a fact into something later on, but still two really established wrestlers who on this show went up against Dawson and Wilder, who are a new tag team in many minds. Yes, they've been on TV for a little bit, but they're a new tag team against mm-hmm. two vets who have been around the world. So yeah, the established team didn't win, but the two guys who've been around longer and know the tricks of the trade won. And then they go up against Balor and Corbin, who also aren't an established team. So to me, the whole thing made sense, but we're going to talk about the first match. You talked about how you were super excited about these semifinals matches. I thought, yeah. aside from the main event, the match of the night tonight was the Jason Jordan Yes. Chad Gable match yes. against Balor or uh, Baron Corbin and Rhino. I mean, think Definitely. about that. It was cr- Over- incredible. The whole first yeah. half hour was fantastic. And there are people in our chat room talking about how they, I mean, we can't stop gushing about Chad Gable. The dude just started one month from now will be his two year date. He's been well, in the business me, less than two years. Let me, let me go back to something you said. If they had included the villains or Blake and Murphy, or Enzo and Cass in the in this Final Four, it w- it'd be a little bit more, let's say, sports entertaining mm-hmm. than than this was. This was a old school territory professional wrestling tag team tournament, like you'd see in the NWA. It was a throwback tournament, and and the teams with the four various different styles that you'd see were in it. We went over that in the preview. So, I mean, I don't want Blake and Murphy in this tournament, to be honest with you. I thought it was close to perfect as you could get with the teams that you have in NXT right now. I want to thank those, and we've gotten some uh, from Twitter followers and some YouTube viewers who are watching us on the Apple TV. If you have an Apple TV, you have the YouTube app on there. You can subscribe to our channel and actually watch us via Roku or Apple TV on your big screen. So you can see Jeff in 720p. You can God see, help you. Yeah, I know. Uh, God help all of us. But Jason Jordan looked great. I mean, Jason Jordan is the type of guy that, you know, Vince McMahon was there at TakeOver Brooklyn. This is a guy that if Vince mm-hmm. saw him live, I can just imagine the thoughts going through his mind. Because Jason Jordan has everything. If he gets just the character down and the confidence in speaking down, which Agreed. is coming... This guy has all the tools. And then another guy on this card we're going to talk about later, Apollo Crews, just looks like yeah. a superstar in the making out of everyone on that roster. Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, all the new guys, Tyler Breeze. The guy who has star written all over him, outside of Sasha Banks, and maybe outside of Bailey. I know everyone's really high on Bailey, especially after tonight in Brooklyn. Apollo Crews. Apollo oh, yeah. Crews could go work WrestleMania. I'd and be no a star on that. that show. Yeah. But uh, these tag team matches, so I, I mean, the first one happened, and it was Dash and Dawson, who I think impressed a lot of people who weren't really looking much from them. And, you know, when they were the mechanics and they're a new team, a lot of the groundswell support is coming for these teams who the mainstream and a lot of the people probably watching TakeOver who don't follow NXT too closely, they don't really know. They're not really expecting much. These guys show that they can hang in this division just like Blake and Murphy have done. No one expected anything from Blake and Murphy. And now you have them running through the division and, you know, gaining some following. Yeah. And that was a rock and roll express versus like the Anderson style of match where, you know, you have the face in peril and they're working over a body part. They're working it over. They're working it over. They're working it over. I thought, you know what? And it, and it set up the story for later in the tournament. I thought that was, I thought it was a great match. Yeah. I'm really, I'm, I'm just really excited coming out of this 
uh, this show. And I, I think a lot of people, a lot of others are too. I think this is one of those shows where we're going to have a lot of talking to. Now, what mm-hmm. about before this show happened? There was mm-hmm. there were multiple reports on Twitter. There were there was a photo out there. I tweeted out a photo. James Storm was in the building, former TNA okay. wrestler. James Storm was there. Uh, he was meeting with officials. Um, you know, one person told me, and it's not enough to go with this, but one person told me that he's there for an agent role and he's not going to be considered as a wrestler. Um, okay. I mean, they have, they have an opening. I mean, they have openings there. They're trying to grow out a little bit and they, you, we know, we may never see James Storm on WWE TV, even though he shows up in WWE as an agent, but there was a lot of talk about a Balor club forming tonight. What was going to happen with Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. A lot of talk about Samoa or uh, James Storm before the show. You know who mm-hmm. might come in. Nia Jax. People are excited for a Nia Jax debut on this show. Um, in the end, we got all the matches that we were advertised. We didn't get any extra matches, and that was probably a good idea based on when the show ended and how it flowed. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't get any of these, you know, surprises. No surprise debuts. No surprise turns from anybody. And you know nope. what? After the yes. fact, I think it worked out better this way. Yes. Yeah, and and any debuts or turns would have taken away from the debut of Asuka, to be honest with you. We wouldn't be talking about Asuka as much probably after after this card if if something like that had happened. I mean, it it gave her that kind of singular focus of the new person that they debuted on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Storm goes, I'd love to see him be the mouthpiece for Dash and Dawson as a manager who could bump. I think that's the only thing that act is missing is that third wheel that they, the two can play off of because Dash and Dawson can, uh, can, uh, can talk a bit. They just need someone to kind of improv off of. That would be my role, but you know, let the, you know, if storm's working, storm deserves an agent job somewhere. So the heck with that. I mean, it, that's all great. Yeah. Why not? Um, Joe Gagney on Twitter at shake them ropes. You can comment, uh, says surprisingly, probably the best takeover yet. Nothing on the show was below very good status. I would say overall, you're right. I mean, this was the best of the takeover shows because yes. there is not one thing even, I mean, we had the semifinals, both excellent matches, both quick kind of sprints of a match. A I, mean, I was stunned by the opening with Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, just how it never stopped. And then Baron Corbin and Rhino say what you will about how great Gable's going to be. And they will a lot of people upset that that team didn't win, whether it's just because they're a fan or whether it's because Mm. they're an established tag team, perfectly Mm. fine because the story in the finals was the injured Finn Balor coming up against the big, tall, mean guys and Rhino and Baron Corbin. Um, Mm -hmm. Gable and Jordan will get their time. Yeah. And when they do, and you've seen it, I mean, Bailey, this is a story going for a year and a half now, right? And look how great it is because they didn't rush a Bailey, uh, you know, rise in the way you usually see on WWE. A year from now, when Gable and Jordan are going to the top, it is going to be nutty how popular it is. I am, I am fine with them not winning here because when they get their time, and they will get their time, it'll be even that much more amazing because there was anticipation for it. And not only that, if they had won, the story of Finn's injury wouldn't have been as compelling, to be yeah. honest with you. Uh, but the pace that you mentioned helped that match. Oh, Absolutely. So much. It was such a whirling dervish of offense. And, you know, and it really is what made Gable shine, but also made Rhino and Corbin shine as well. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, that that match. Yeah, that was probably after the main event. That was my favorite match of the night. Definitely. An adjective on Twitter says Jeff needs to pick up his microphone and do the Bailey song. You know, 
We had it in the opening. Listen back to the opening if you're just joining us now. Um, I want to thank everyone who was watching us on YouTube. I, I'm interested in knowing it. It seems like the stream's going well as people have been commenting, and I haven't seen any bad reports. So hopefully it's going well for you. If it's not, let us know, and we'll we'll try to work on it for future shows because I think this will be a regular thing. I mean, as long as Jeff is available, as long as I'm available, we should be able to do these after every pay-per-view and especially takeovers, mm -hmm. I would think. We've done them before, but never like this. This is a much bigger endeavor that we've done, you know, with the graphics and the video and me having to make sure my little hair that I have left is, you know, in place and not going nuts. Start getting the, you know, the hats. That's why you wear a hat. And if someone in the uh, chat, because I don't want to mess up the internet and check scores, if someone can give me an update on what the Cubs score <laughs> is, that would be fantastic if I could get a Cubs update. I assume Arietta's throwing nine innings with no hits, but we'll uh, we'll see how it's going right there. So we had the two opening matches that set the stage for the tag team final later on. And for those asking on the chat, no, it is not a Google Hangout. This is a live stream with an encoder and everything. So not a Google Hangout because Google Hangouts are no good. All, all the power to those who do Google, Google Hangouts is that's all you can afford, um, even though you have Patreons and whatever. Um, this is not a Google Hangout. It's fine. Uh, we, I want to move on because this is the match I was most excited for. Oh, no, Jeff, where are you? This is going to be our first problem tonight. No, okay, Jeff is there. Good. All right. Oh, oh, please be there, Jeff. Are you there? I'm here. Okay, good. Whew. Okay. Um, you, went out at, you went out after you cursed the patron saint of Patreon. I haven't cursed anybody. Four, <laughs> four zero Cubs. Hooray. Um, okay. Dana Brooke and Asuka. Yeah. The match I was most looking forward to. And boy, boy, did it not disappoint. One bit. Dana Brooke... For, we'll get to Asuka, who was amazing, and I hope right. Hideo Itami was wa watching closely because everything Asuka did tonight coming in is what Hideo Itami should be looking at, right? And Yes. But Dana Brooke, who's new in her own right, less than yeah. a year on TV mm -hmm. and NXT, less than, I even think, maybe eight months on WWE TV, this girl went in there knowing that everyone's here to see Asuka, but Dana Brooke held her own, and more than that... I mean, she is super confident in that ring. You don't see rookies confident in the ring like you do. But whatever they're doing at the performance center, they're doing something right because Chad Gable comes in knowing what he's supposed to do and knowing how to do it, knowing he can do it. And Dana Brooke comes in here with so little experience and she's looking like a vet out there. So what if she takes an extra hour to say two syllables? I don't care. I love it. I mean, Dana Brooke to me is the entire package. And this is why I've said from early on, that Dana Brooke has potential to be that main roster diva who just skyrockets. You can train athletics all you want. Personality, right. it has to be an internal thing with you, in you. And you have to have that confidence. And she has it in space. Now, now, sometimes people have it and it takes bringing it out of them. But sometimes people just don't have it. And Dana Brooke, it was brought out of her right away. It, yeah. She was amazing tonight. She held her own. She did exactly what she was supposed to do to make sure Asuka looked good. And that was one, that was my biggest worry, right? That Dana Brooke would go in there knowing what she was supposed to do, trying to make sure she got her moves right. But it's hard to describe to someone who has little experience and, and teach them how to work a match that not only makes you look good, but makes really the person who's focused on look good. Because Asuka was the focus tonight. Well, here's what they did. They played to Dana Brooks strength, which is athleticism and gymnastics type of things yeah. where she can roll around and do, yeah. you know, I mean, she does the cartwheel in her opening for, mm -hmm. which is always impressive. But what she was doing in the ring basically was a lot of gymnastics yeah. and let, let's not discount her toughness. 
taking those kicks and the punches and whatnot. She can, she, she's a tough woman. There, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. And her weaknesses are technical wrestling, which they stayed away from. She she took a pounding and she got to roll around a bit and, and because, she made Asuka look great. Yeah, and Asuka isn't, you know, that much into the technical wrestling either. If she does what she no. does tonight, I mean, she'll work on different, you know, bridges to get to certain things when she's working longer matches. But, I mean, this was not a one-sided affair. You know, Dana Brooke got her time in there, but it was a focus on Asuka. Dana Brooke did everything she was supposed to do. Emma looked great doing her little tiny role of being scared at the end. Oh, that was phenomenal. That part. I, my only little, if I had a, if I had a gripe, which I don't, but was Oscar kind of doing a little bit too much playing to the crowd. Hey, but you know what? Okay. But it was her, but it was her debut. Right. Her so, debut. so you know what? It, it's, I'm not, it's not a criticism to me. I'd rather it, almost it, have too much personality than not enough. Dead on. You know, and, nail, and nail she on the head. It. Yeah. The, the smile. I mean, that's going to be her thing. It's going to catch on. It's going to be, okay, whenever, and especially in the slow build that NXT does, is there will be one time in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bookmark this time stamp now so when it happens, I can play it back, okay? Cool. There will be a time. Because you need the win. Eh, I don't need anything, really. But <laughs> when Asuka does the smile, that's when you know. That's when you know something's about to happen. Oh, there, yeah. There will be programs that she's in where it's just wrestler A and wrestler B, and they'll have a little match. But there will be some time when a grudge starts that Asuka just does the smile to someone and walks away. And now it's been, it's been set. That is when you know that Asuka's about to kill somebody. Now let me ask you something, because I wasn't expecting the blow-off to the Dana Brooke feud here. Do they continue this feud? Or do they move Asuka on to, I mean, even Bailey immediately right now? Not, not, not to Bailey. To Nia Jax, maybe. Like, I would love this little setup. No, I, I love the idea because you can't put Asuka in the main event picture yet, okay? Okay. I, I just don't think you should do it. You should establish people. Now, Nia Jax is going to come in as this monster. Right. You have this new debuting monster of a woman. But she needs wins. She'll get wins. I don't think they're going to go right away with them. But okay. They're promoting on TV next week. So tomorrow at the tapings and next week on TV, Nia Jax will debut. And now you have this she, Nia Jax debuting. The immediate, the immediate yeah. comparison will go to Asuka who just debuted, right? Mm. So you build these people on a pyramid to where they eventually meet, okay. and that becomes your title challenger later, later on. Right now, okay, I don't but, know what they do with Bailey, and we'll talk about that when we get to the main event, but I don't put Asuka there yet. Okay, no, I was just saying for the next big card that they do, you're going to put Nia Jax and Asuka up against each other and just kind of have prelim matches building up to that then? Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. No, okay, I was I, just wondering. I, I don't know about that. I think maybe you build it up a little bit more. Um, I wouldn't Nia, say ne- Nia, on the next card. Yeah, Nia Jax is killing one of the Australian girls, right? That that's what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Her. Billy Kay. Billy Kay is just going to die. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay. But you also got Athena coming in. I mean, there's a lot of different options that's for right. people who are coming yeah. in later. You can build up this division that has a lot of stars. I wouldn't be. Yeah. I, I I don't know what you do. I don't know. I'm not going to fantasy book what they should do. Okay. But I don't think they're going to go to Asuka in the title right away. They just, right, haven't, just, they just haven't built up for that. It just seemed odd to have a clean pin here was all, which, which I mean, I have no problem with it. It, it just seemed a bit odd to, to rush into that because I didn't think it was the time to beat Dana. But, of course, you can always rebuild these women very easy, as yeah. we've, we've talked and, about. And, of course, so. the natural fit for Asuka is pointed out in the chat. Uh, you know, Emma's the natural. 
Yeah. Emma's the natural one to go for that. So I mean, we'll see what they do. But I mean, this match delivered everything that I was expecting and more. I thought Dana Brooke was awesome. You know, the smile. Hideo Itami. I mean, this is what you need to do is bring out the personality side. And I know we know Hideo Itami has it. Just can't mm. be tentative. No. Can't be tentative. Uh, up next was Tyler Breeze and Apollo Crews. You know, Apollo Crews getting the win here. Not on this first, uh, you know, moonsault, his standing moonsault for a near fall. But later on, Tyler Breeze at least got the kick out of the big finish of Apollo Crews. Uh, when this is your worst match of the night or the least awesome match of the night, you know you have a pretty solid show. But it was still a smart match in terms, of, in terms of teasing Tyler getting the win off of the moonsault. I thought that was great. And then giving him, not not him redoing the finisher, which seems to be almost a trope of WWE matches mm -hmm. in this position, but going to a different move, almost almost a, an ordinary move. Not, you know, power bomb's not ordinary for a power guy usually, but almost all power guys have them, and we haven't really... Have we seen him pull out the power bomb that often? No. Not that I recall. Then it's different, and it's cool, and I liked it. Well, it's funny because Apollo Crews has been winning a lot of matches here, and his debut focused a lot of the speed, athleticism, you know, his ability to, you know, be athletic and do the jumping, spinning, or not spinning, but backwards moonsault. A lot of it has been focused on that. We haven't seen the power yet, but you look at the guy, and he's this mm -hmm. big, ripped-up guy. You know, a little smaller, a little shorter than others, but he's this big muscle guy. Eventually, he's going to break out the power. So, I mean, I, I think it's smart that they haven't brought out the power yet because, honestly, with his opponents, he hasn't needed it yet. He hasn't fought a bigger guy yet. No. And, and I thought I thought Tyler Breeze didn't really lose anything in this loss. I thought he nope. looked pretty darn good in this match, to be honest with you. And, <laughs> you know, I've seen Apollo Crews in the Indies yeah, and exuding confidence and personality nothing like this no he, he's there to become a star oh yeah yeah he's there to become a star and he's going to be if he keeps this up i mean he's going to be there's no ifs ands or buts in no. my mind that he's going to become a star but i mean i like the match i thought it was fun i thought apollo cruz showed a little bit new side of himself because you know in the ty dillinger match he had to sell a little bit right yeah i mean ty dillinger yeah. got more than a lot of people were thinking of in that match here, Tyler Breeze got a lot, but Tyler Breeze is a name quite above a Ty Dillinger. So I'm glad they yeah. didn't do a squash with Apollo Crews. It was a fine match back and forth. You know, Apollo Crews gets the win. Tyler Breeze is always the bridesmaid. We talked about this on the preview show. Tyler Breeze never, he never, he never wins. And right? he got the upper, and he got the upper hand through nefarious means by running him into the apron like that. And as Vince on the YouTube chat says, he's still pretty. Mm. He, he may get a, you know, loss in the loss column. But he still looks good doing it. Still looks great. Oh, man. I mean, not like myself, as mm. you all can see. Ugh, God. Uh, what was next? <laughs> what was next? It was the finals of the Dusty mm. Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Um, not quite delivering up to the semifinals in terms of match standards, but the story continuing. They had to work around the injured leg. Finn Balor had the injured leg, and I know there was something about how this played out that you wanted to get to based on calling back something from the past. Oh no! That that I I mentioned it in, in the uh, in the front. It, it was it was Crockett Cup. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, no, that, that's what I I, oh, I, I had written down. But, uh, <laughs> boy, they swerved me a little bit in terms of uh, what we were saying on the preview because it's like, ooh, look at this. They're not attacking each other at first, Rhino and, and Balor. And then Balor and, and uh, Corbin aren't really fighting each other. Oh, it's a swerve. Here it comes, here it comes. And then the match started. So it's right. just like, yeah, take that, smartass. <laughs> yeah, I, you know? I mean, it, it Don't was you funny. dare fantasy book ever again, Hawkins. Don't you dare. Well, everyone... I mean, there were, I would say, 80% of the people that have been talking about this match in our little world online oh. were expecting some type of either Balor Club or some type of turn to set up the world title picture, and we did not get that tonight. Oh, but NXT worked us. They worked us with the leather jacket and hitting the belt and not really acknowledging the trophy during the finals and... You know, not having the demon paint on. Yeah. They 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 played our fiddle quite well. Let, let's what, give though, them some credit here. I tell you what though, I mean, how can you deny Finn Balor coming out for this takeover in the leather jacket and the regular entrance here? Yeah. Blows away the demon entrance now. We've seen it. It's it was cool. It's over. This is the Finn Balor that we want to see. Yeah, and he also wasn't doing, you know, the little hand thing that he does all the time. He did, no, know, he, the, he did that the first thing. time. He did that but not the, the second, time. but not, not the second time. Well, no, he's too busy. I mean, he's got a hurt knee. He's got a bum knee. Right. But don't, you know, wa- it, don't it, waste it, your energy for the finals. Don't waste your it, energy. It's still the evolution of what you're thinking is going to be a natural heel turn there. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, I just, I thought it was, uh, was great. Um, so we have yeah. Twitter commenters and Ryan Vincent on Twitter, who was there live tonight, by the way, uh, inside nice. wholesale uh, tweets us that he, he thought Brooklyn was the better overall show. And I can definitely see how people would think that. I mean, you had an amazing atmosphere. Uh, you know, some might think the Bailey Sasha match on that show was better. So if I you, do. Really, that's the that's the kind of pendulum right there. If you thought the Bailey Sasha match on Brooklyn was better, you probably thought Brooklyn was overall a better show. I had mm. so much fun watching this one. I had more fun watching this one because I'm I'm taking into account that the Brooklyn televised show was also the stuff we saw in the NXT the next week. In terms of the entire, I mean, he wasn't at the Brooklyn show live, so he didn't see the entire thing, but the televised version, okay. It was a bigger atmosphere, I think. I think I think it was a little bit more grander in scale, but I don't think for content-wise it was better because you did have some filler in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, overall, I, I'm going to remember this show as being quite exciting, and, and we'll get to the main event here. Uh, because that, that. I mean, that's it. It was the main event time after this. You know, we, mm-hmm. we got the finals. Finn Balor and Samoa Joe won. Uh, we had the the Rhodes brothers and Eden. It was a nice touch that Eden, Brandy Rhodes, was doing the ring announcing. It was a Rhodes family affair. You didn't get the smash trophy, which still could come later. I mean, yeah. let's face it, the Andre Memorial Cup trophy was smashed the next night when it came I out. Had, I had talked myself so much into there being a heel turn. I thought the Rhodes brothers were going to attack the winners. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, the Rose like, Brothers were going to become an NXT tag on, team. You keep on going because we've watched pro wrestling for so long that straight-ahead storytelling can't possibly be the truth. No, we, no, there has to be a heel turn here somewhere. Someone's getting beat down, and that trophy's getting broken. Nope. Well, wait, wait and see, because there's still <laughs> NXT TV coming up. So I, you never know. They got to start hope, something, right? I hope they do this tournament every year. They could. I hope so. I they, hope it becomes a regular thing. They could do this tournament every year. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, so Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, still on the same side, winning the Tag Team Classic, Baron Corbett and Rhino. We'll see what's next for Rhino, too, right? Because now, I mean, Rhino's done more than what we ever thought he would be doing once we saw him come into NXT. 
So Man. is Rhino just going to becoming another, you know, guy to start getting people over, start losing matches? Are they going to have plans for Rhino? What about Baron Corbin too now, who lost his singles match at Brooklyn to Samoa Joe, failed in his tag team quest? Where's he go next? Is Baron now in my idea, and I bring this up now because we were talking about Baron Corbin, and then we just talked about Apollo Cruz. I think Baron might be next for Mr. Cruz. Uh, <laughs> we just saw the power of Apollo Cruz. Baron Corbin has nothing to do right now. I think I think Rhino would be for Apollo Cruz more than Baron Corbin. Well, because I don't think Baron Corbin's going to lose for a while again. We talk about I mean NXT Takeover is in December. Okay. Okay. So we have almost two months. We have two months until the next one. All There's right. plenty of TV in between there. We've seen Rhino be this bridge where he loses things on TV for someone to go to a takeover. He did it for Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn's title run. You're right. Beat Rhino. So there's a lot of options that we could see there. Um, we have Hackman on the uh, YouTube chat saying, Wade Keller thinks Finn Balor will be the next never a heel long-term top babyface of Raw once Cena steps down. It's not Finn Balor. It's mm. just not Finn Balor. You, it takes a special type of guy. Sami Zayn could be that guy. Wade yes. Keller's a little off on his perception of what Finn Balor is. Finn Balor did not get over to extremes until he was the heel in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's not getting over to the John Cena level right now in NXT. He's not everyone's favorite guy who goes there. He you, still can't cut a promo that we've we, seen. And we've seen, no, he can't go to a kid and be this high, energetic, smiling, you know, yeah. superstar. He's not yeah. that guy. And that's not yeah. a shot at Finn Balor. No. He's just not that guy. That's not his skill set. So I mean, I, Wade Keller's a little off on. Uh, and, and I on that and I think and I think Wade overestimates size here, or underestimate whatever he wants to say, but he doesn't have the size to be that guy just yet. Yeah, because if anyone was going to be that guy, it was Brian Danielson. Yeah, right, because he had all of that, and he mm -hmm. still lacked the size there. But but Finn Balor, Finn Balor is going to be big in pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. He's going to be big in WWE. He's going to be big in NXT. Uh, he's going to be the not guy gonna be John Cena. They're going to build the NXT brand around him for a while, I yeah. think. We had a question come up before we get to this main event, too, that Triple H on his pre-takeover conference call talked about, you know, kind of redesigning the cruiserweights and maybe bringing cruiserweights back to back to pro wrestling. And mm. I would just like to say how horrible of an idea that is. And those who are excited, you have to think, what is NXT? And look at who the top stars are. They're all people that Vince would consider cruiserweights if there yes. was a cruiserweight division. Okay. NXT, how great it is, is never going to be New Japan Pro Wrestling that has a junior division and has a heavyweight division. Because a lot of the guys that Triple H is bringing in to be stars would be considered juniors or cruiserweights. Finn Balor is a junior, a cruiserweight. He's that cruiserweight style. Okay. And the moment you give them the cruiserweight label, they automatically become fodder for the heavyweights in WWE. And, and that's the thing. And that's, you know, they tried to not use the cruiserweight name. WWE had the light heavyweight name. Whenever you make something lesser than... Um, I mean, you look at it in UFC, you look at it in boxing, you know, the biggest star right now is Floyd Mayweather because he just has that overwhelming personality. You have to have an overwhelming personality to get over the connotation of being less than the biggest. Yes. Okay. That's why heavyweights always have the biggest box office draws unless you have a Floyd Mayweather. You and you can, you can do that with the right booking. You can, you can make a small guy an ass kicker, but the problem is it, with Vince in charge, he doesn't believe that a smaller guy can kick a bigger guy's right. butt yeah um we'll get to this main event here right now at shake them ropes is the twitter voices of wrestling.com slash str you can find jeff at crap game 13 on twitter uh tweet the show leave us a comment on this youtube video if you're listening to the podcast later or watching the video later 
please send us feedback. The comments section at voicesofwrestling.com, the forums, the YouTube. Uh, the chat stays open, I believe. I don't think the YouTube chat ever goes away. So, like, if you want to talk this show, you can do so on the video uh, or at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Um, we'd love to have you join in the discussion as we do these pay-per-view and NXT shows. Uh, if the audience build, it just means more people talking wrestling, and that's a good thing, right? Um, yes. Next week on the show, on Shake Them Ropes next week, we're going to be talking about Taz versus Bam Bam Bigelow in our match top 100 matches on WWE Network series. It is match number 60, which means, Jeff, we're already 40 into this thing. We're almost halfway there. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. We're almost halfway there. Uh, Taz versus Bam Bam Bigelow, which... Do you know why that match was significant? Do you remember? That's the one where uh, Bam Bam goes to the uh, goes to the apron, right? Bam, yeah. We have Taz on Bam Bam's back trying to get in the Katahajime, and mm-hmm. they go through Ooh. the ring. Say that again, Katahajime. The Katahajime, the Taz Ooh. mission. They go yes. right through the ring. So we're going to be talking about that match next on Shake Them Ropes next week. When you you can catch on iTunes, uh, Downcast, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, VoicesOfWrestling.com, Bailey, the champion defending her women's championship in an Ironman match, the first ever NXT takeover headlined by the women, Mm -hmm. the first ever Ironman match in NXT, the first Ironman match in WWE since 2009, so we're talking six years since the last one, Bailey and Sasha Banks. Thoughts, Jeff Hawkins? If there's a smarter match this year, I'll be very, very surprised. Uh, It called back almost everything from NXT Brooklyn in a way. Uh, Absolutely loved this. And, (laughs) you know, everything from respect eventually breaking down Mm. with Sasha Banks, having to heal it up. Uh, The inclusion of Izzy into Sasha's healing it up was great, I thought. Um, Is there a better heel than Sasha Banks? Perhaps. I don't know who is, but she's great at what she does. That, that was one of our questions in the chat. Is there is there a better heel in WWE than Sasha Banks? Now, if we're talking main roster, yes. If we're talking, who? huh? As far as what Sasha has done on the main roster, I should say. Okay, okay. Okay. As far as her performance on the main roster, yes, there have been better heel performances. But if you're taking NXT into development, I mean, tonight, I mean, Sasha Banks cemented that role. I mean, Kevin Owens, including his NXT great. work, is probably there, too. Yeah. Sasha Banks, I mean, go and write it, Izzy. And you know Sasha Banks is this one who, they all love Izzy. They all love that she's a part of this show. The little little kitty girl. Izzy's a worker now. I mean. That had to be a worker. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. No. Billy's a kid. You think she's smartened up? I think she just got her her headband stolen (laughs) by Sasha Banks. And she cried. People, I mean, kids cry. And Sasha Banks just ripped that headband cried and give credit to Sasha Banks because one person probably could have thrown the headband back and oops, sorry, kid. No, no Sasha Banks went with it. Doubled down. Doubled down. Oh, it was so great. Sasha Banks. Um, <laughs> and I, I know she, I know she does this in every match where she imitates something about the face, but it never ceases to amuse me. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, Ryan Vincent who tweeted back at us because we, we had his comment from Twitter on the show earlier. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. about how he thought he was there live tonight. Mm-hmm. And he was entertained more by being at the Brooklyn show. Now, one okay. aspect of that is you did have the hour of the Brooklyn show, including Big Cass and Enzo, that happened before the takeover show. So I think that plays a little part into it. Uh, but we had talked about how he wasn't at Brooklyn, so it's not a fair comparison. He was at Brooklyn. He says he's okay. been to every NXT event this year, including the road shows. Yeah, top Sam, that, Rob. Look at that. 
I mean, I've just been to a couple of takeovers. I, this guy's been to every show. So there you go. Um, and he had a he had a more fun time, and that's great. You know, all okay. these takeovers have something for everybody. Yes. But you know, you find that thing that you latch onto, and that's going to have a a big you know role in how much you enjoy the show. And you know, there are things on every takeover that I've loved. I mean, the four way match for the NXT title last week last year, um, the Sami Zayn finally winning the title against Neville. And how there was a lot of back and forth, a lot of referee antics, you know, callbacks to previous matches. While the match may not have been a match of the year, the callbacks made it enjoyable to me. I, you know, I'm glad these people who go to the shows find enjoyment because I know I do. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to say from a unbiased perspective what show was better. We're not going to tell you, oh, this show was better. You're crazy for liking something else better. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't say <laughs> personal taste isn't isn't an objective measuring stick. No, it, it really isn't. Um, but yeah, I, Ryan Mark here on Twitter says Apollo Crews most likely to be the biggest future star of the NXT men to go to WWE, and I would not be shocked if that ends up being the case. I think we're going to push for Dean Ambrose here, and we'll see how Dean Ambrose can do. We'll see how Roman Reigns can do, who was never really an NXT guy more than he was an FCW guy, and before that, we'll we'll see how they do. Uh, but I know one thing for sure: Sasha Banks will be a star, and if they put mm-hmm. Bailey on the main roster, she's going to get over with kids like no one's business since John Cena. Yeah, and getting back to the match, even uh, you know, just the callback to the super belt baileyed belly, the the callback oh, to the oh. to the to the reverse the first Rana, Rana that yeah you know, everyone who was watching the show knows almost killed Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. so the, and they're going for it again, and Sasha like I don't want to die again, so I'm gonna you know overspin, so I land on my feet. She did great. Um, the story of aggressive Bailey. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. The hand, with the hand and with the stomping during the submission match, which was also a callback to the NXT Brooklyn match that Sasha did to her when she was in the uh, bank statement. Oh, yeah. No, I with mean, the hand, yeah. I mean, that, that just great rewards all the way through. And surprisingly enough, they didn't play up the underdog thing. And I thought that was smart. Just like the heel turns not do not going with uh, Finn was smart. I thought it, going with Bailey as equal to the woman it, it made me kind of she's the back. champion. Yeah, well, it made me step back and think how smart it was for the main roster not to beat Sasha Banks yeah. this whole time. We had we had questions in the chat. Uh, some people not realizing who Izzy is. Izzy was the young girl who's at every NXT show in the first mm-hmm. row who got she's her headband stolen tonight. And yeah. was uh, crying at the hands of Sasha Banks. She's the girl that's been at every NXT show. That's the big Super Bailey fan. That that including on yeah. I forget what special it was, but they did an oh for the video uh, lead up into Brooklyn. They 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 did the uh, they did an interview with her. Yeah, no, I just yeah. I, I love the callbacks in this match. I love Sasha because that was some. Let's talk about when the headband was stolen and Izzy started crying. I have not heard a reaction from a wrestling crowd like that, maybe ever. I mean, that wasn't, you know, loud booing of hatred. That wasn't cheering for anything. That was, oh my God. You're a terrible person. You are a horrible, I mean, this has been, we've been cheering you and we love you, you women. This has been fun and games, but oh my God, Sasha, you just crossed the line. Yeah. Oh, that, and, then, and, then, and then when she did the little boo I tell you what right thing. now. Oh my God. I tell you what right now, the first thing, because we just watched the show live. We're doing this post-show now. Uh, we're on a little bit of a high because this was a fantastic show. Uh, yes. I'm going to go back yeah. and watch the show. I might just watch it from start to finish. Just all Because usually I go pick spots. Like, I want to watch this. I want to watch this. I'll watch this match. I'll pick spots. I'm going to go watch this whole thing through. But before I do that, I will pick one spot. 
it is going to be the spot where the headband gets stolen. And I listen to that crowd reaction because, oh my God. I'm going to watch the Brooklyn match and then I'm going to watch this match again and, and, you know, just see, you know, kind of mix and match how many or match the spots to each other, the reverse. It was almost every big spot from that Brooklyn match was reversed in this match. And, and it was great. At 79 REZ on Twitter says, and this may be an added reason why Izzy was so upset because they believe that was the headband given to Izzy by Bailey a couple weeks ago when she returned as champion, the conquering hero. Mm, I don't you see. I don't think it was a headband. I thought it was like the little flower well, thing that well, she wears. That's in what her I mean. Hair. The, the flower okay. thing. But it might have been. I mean, we have one correspondent here saying that you know it was possibly that Bailey gave her that, and I wouldn't doubt yeah, it. I wouldn't so, doubt it either. So now this person just stole the thing that you really love and you don't want to lose. God, it's so great. So, I, I'm, all, I'm all for Hold making on. kids cry. I'm all for it, it, There, I said it. Make kids cry on every show. We may have scarred that child for life. If there's kids listening to this, if you're someone out there who has kids and you're making them listen to this podcast, which horrible parenting if you are. But there's you, at least one. He wrote us. There is. If you are listening to this and you have kids <laughs> nearby and they're not crying, make them cry. Call in. I want to hear it. I want this show to make kids cry. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I feel like a failure if I don't make kids cry. Make me cry with some of your opinions, but that's fall number one in the main event came with nine came in the nine minute mark, nine minutes into the match. Uh, Sasha Banks now, and we'll talk about these falls that Sasha Banks got. And I just thought it was brilliant because you'll notice throughout these falls, there will be a theme and I'll get that theme. Once we go through these, the first fall, Sasha Banks gets the win. She goes up one zero with nine minutes for the first fall and that first two minutes of stalling, I thought your call that it was only going to be a one fall match was going to be spot on. I I thought we ended up getting five. Yeah. The way it played out is fine. Sasha pokes Mm -hmm. the eyes and does a schoolboy, right? Okay. So I would be proud. I poke Mm -hmm. Bailey grows angry. Bailey shows more aggression because before that match, you had the spot where Bailey helps Sasha up. Right. Sasha kind of goes for the hug and turns it into a hair pulled down to the mat. Mm-hmm. Sasha ain't here to play. She's not the champion. She's trying to get her title back. And that's why, to your point, I love they didn't make Bailey the underdog because Sasha Banks had all the confidence in the world going out, right? Mm-hmm. She was this confident person. She was at least showing confidence. She may not have in herself felt so confident because as we'll get to the, her next fall and the second fall, 11 minutes into the match, two minutes later, belly to Bailey, Bailey gets up one to one. So it evens the score. Okay. But the third fall, Sasha goes full bad person. Mm -hmm. This is where the match really picks up and Sasha just goes nuts. This is where the Izzy crying happens halfway through the match. She gets a count out. Bailey's too beaten, can't get back in the ring. Sasha's doing her little play with the headband from from Izzy, messing with the crowd. This is when you get the best reaction ever. So destruction leading to the count out. Everything that Sasha Banks was trying to do and in both of her falls, they weren't wrestling related. No, they were underhanded. I know I'm good, but I'm doubting that I'm better than Bailey at wrestling now. So I am going 1998 main event where we go outside the ring and I try to beat you up. She was going pre Brooklyn, Sasha Banks, Bailey, because she's not the wrestling champion anymore. She was the challenger for the title and was desperate to get it back. Actually, you know what? This was a bit of a call that Lita kind of made on the pre-show. I was wa- I was listening to that beforehand. She goes, "Well, now that Bailey's beaten her once, Sasha may doubt herself and, and, and that she can beat Bailey 
And, you know, even though she beat her all those times, so she may just resort to stuff. So it's like, okay, you were rewarded a bit if you watched the pre-show then, too. Yeah, I, oh, God. I just, I mean, this was amazing. The fourth fall, I, uh, yeah. Bailey evens up the score two to two. Um, Bailey, who's beaten, uh, Sasha goes to, she grabs the legs. She's going for some type of submission move, uh, possibly a crab, but you don't know because it never, ever happens and it was never meant to. Uh, right. Goes for that little crab. Bailey gets the leg whip into Arana and scores the surprise pin. So continuing the theme, Bailey was winning with wrestling moves. She wins with the belly to Bailey on the first fall. She wins with the leg Rana into a hurricane Rana for the second fall. So whereas Sasha is going bad guy and trying to get wins, not really wrestling related. Bailey is keeping up with the wrestling because Bailey is the champion wrestler. Yeah. Um, quick question here. Mm-hmm. And and it may be a dumb question, and you can tell me it's a dumb question afterwards. The uh, during the first fall, the f- second flip arm drag, where Sasha landed pretty bad. Okay. Purposeful, or just a bad bump? Hey, listen, we're going to talk about the fluidity now because this was not the best worked fluid match. Right. And I don't care one bit. I don't either. You can sit and watch this match and break it down if you want to be, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Oh, no. well, why are they selling this when this is? And I'm not saying you're doing that. I mean, going off of your point, this was it not the most to, fluid match. It was it amazing. My, it goes to my question because they made it part of the story in the commentary. They did. Yeah. I, I Maybe it was meant to look that way. I mean, it okay. certainly worked the way it played out, which is fine. Yeah. Because you got to do something different. I mean, these two have wrestled before on the takeover. You had to do something different. And the stipulation enough wasn't enough to be different. I don't mind if something looks nasty because it's supposed to be a fight. I don't want it to be a well-choreographed dance necessarily. So I, I don't mind that. It, 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 so, no, I'm not going to beat anybody up for missing a spot here or there on no, this I, one. I, and then the fifth fall, Bailey had to break something out because Bailey was desperate to get this final fall with two seconds left in the match. We're mm-hmm. at 29 58 Bailey hooks on this armbar shoulder torque submission move. No Sorry, one knows kick. what it is because it's not a submission move. She normally does. It's like, Nope, I have to rip her arm out of the socket right now. And this is the best position to do it. Cause I need a win. So with two and seconds I'm, left, Sasha Banks taps out to kick her in the head, kick her in the head some more, kick her in the head. Why not? Kick you her right children, in the head. You want children crying. I want people kicked in the head, boot to the head, kick her right in the head for the Canadian. Fans. It worked. The match ends. The bell hits with two seconds left. The crowd goes nuts. Mm-hmm. And we have a retaining champion. And then we have all, you know, we had 15 minutes left in the time slot. Yeah. And ever since the Kevin Owens debut in December, <laughs> right? When we're two hours into the show. Or you missed it? It's 9.59.30. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Kevin Owens turns on Sami Zayn, and I'm already, you know, upstairs, not even watching the show. That was the best. I get, you I know, get on and like, what happened? Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens? What? No, what? Oh, they were oh, hugging. Oh, oh, you didn't see it? Yeah. Ever since that, I'm waiting until that, you know, brought to you by Florida yeah. thing shows up. That image shows up. And even then, I stayed on for an extra minute just to make sure they didn't cut back. And Rich Brennan was all like, whoa, we're back here. What's happening? Um, now, were you a fan of the pageantry post-match, or did you find a contract? That's what I'm saying. We watched the pageantry. We got okay. no post-match hijinks. Sasha Banks was, you know, she was 
overwhelmed. Not necessarily happy, but overwhelmed with the emotion. She, was, she failed, but at the same time, she was happy because she failed to the best of NXT. I don't think it had to do with the match at all being overwhelmed. I think it just had to do with with the moment of I did a main event and it and she was exhausted from it. I thought that was more real than story right there. It was it was half important because yes, you don't get that for male title matches. I mean, right. you don't get Finn Balor winning the title and Triple H comes out and brings him flowers or a crown. Okay. <laughs> So we get it for the women, and one part of me is, oh, this is great. This is this is cool. They did a special thing. They gave flowers to the two contestants. Um, at the same time, I'm like, I wish they would have treated it more like, you know, a male title match. Don't make it this. We know that it was special. It was the main event of the show. We don't have to go a little too far. But all the emotions were there. This, you know what? This I was really cool that. to watch the ending. Now, Sasha's gone. This, this is Sasha's yeah. swan song, right? I mean, she can't come back anymore. Well, she can come back for a special event, but not anytime soon. I just don't think there's nothing left for her there. And I hope they make up. Yeah, I just let her go away like Kevin Owens went away after Brooklyn. Just let her go I, away. You know where I could see them bringing her back in if Bailey needs a mystery partner? Okay, later on. Yeah, later on. Much or, later. Much I'm not, later I'm not, on. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking immediate, no. Um, much later as, as to the ending there, I could have done without the rest of the locker room being out there. The, the 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 flowers were fine. I was fine with that part. It it's it was the locker room. If you're gonna do the locker room the coming out there, do it when she wins the title. Yeah, and 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 the Brooklyn moment was too perfect. <laughs> I mean that was that was just perfect. I didn't. I liked the nod. I liked them both flashing the little four horsewoman symbol on the way to the ring too. Yeah. Both of them did it. I thought that was kind of cool we, too. We have the comment in the YouTube chat. Well, Kevin Owens and Finn Balor had the flowers too in Japan. Well, that was Japan. Yeah. That's Japanese title tradition. Going back yeah. to all Japan and other, everything. That, that was a tradition there. It's not a tradition here. Now, that was maybe, the first thing I thought of, too, was right. Kevin threw the flowers. And, and, and also, that was, <laughs> that was also before the match. Yeah. That was before the match. So, um, And now in the chat, Craig even says that. It was before the match. Yeah, it was a, it's a different thing. It's not exactly the same thing there. But you're right. I mean, they did get the flowers in there. Um, it, it's just interesting to see. And this is Triple H's baby. You know, he's out there. He's celebrating. Stephanie McMahon is celebrating. They wanted to make it a big deal. I think they went a little overboard. Yeah. But at the end of the day, a little, just a little, but I didn't mind it. Not, no, I don't care. Yeah. Cool. Do it. Um, if you're in the chat and you can tell me if the Cubs have won yet, that'd be great. Um, uh, overall, the show, I mean, I'm talking, if you're giving it on a scale of one to 10, I didn't, I didn't hate anything. I loved everything. I'm watching the whole show. I, like every single minute I'm watching the show, I'm glad I'm watching it. I give it a 10. If I didn't give it a 10, it'd be a nine point something. It's up there. Yeah. I mean, I just, uh, I mean, if, if I, you couldn't get, you couldn't get the grin off my face after those first two tag team matches. Oh, I, I love loved it. Them. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was great. If you're in the YouTube chat, we have a couple of minutes here. Probably if you have any questions for us, whether it was about takeover or just want to get a comment read on, uh, if I missed your question in the chat, cause it was going too quick because I'm, I'm very proud of the turnout tonight. Thank you all for, for joining us on the live stream. If you are not catching us on the live stream tonight, Please do on our future shows. I'm not looking at the window, so I apologize if I don't see anything. That's okay. Uh, I am Meta Ian says the Cubs have won, so hooray. Um, If you are a fan of the Pittsburgh Pirates, I apologize to you, but uh, suck it. Um, If you have a, if you have a question, we're getting a lot of ratings for the show, people giving it a seven or an eight. And I mean, it it, it was a great show. I I think there's going to be universal praise. I don't think anyone's coming out with the contrarian point that this show sucked. No, 
And if you as, think, long as, you, as long as you're positive, it doesn't matter. If it's as long as you're above a five. <laughs> if you think the show sucked, I'm sorry that you watched it and didn't enjoy it. That's all I can tell you. I mean, I'm sorry you didn't like it. I hope you spend the next Wednesday takeover night watching something else. Go watch the MSG show. If you didn't like this show, you're not going to like NXT. You're just not probably. So no. go watch Law and Order SVU. Go watch Chicago PD. New Japan World something. Go watch New Japan World. If you got go watch Impact. They need you. <laughs> they need the viewership. TNA lifer James Storm was here at NXT tonight. I mean, you know, world title challenger Kenny King has left TNA a month ago. All right. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, let's see if we have a little question here. Check the Twitter. Uh, we have, uh, I'm going to check the Twitter here too, at Shake Them Ropes. Um, I thought Rob would be contrarian tonight. Contrarian, no, I would not be. I love this show. And uh, mm. I hope if you were following our live tweets at Shake Them Ropes, you would know I love that show. Rob, will you press charges if Jeff sings for Sheet Sandwich another time? <laughs> no, I won't press charges, but I will um, eliminate their show in nefarious means somehow. No, I won't. I don't care if he sings uh, on any other show. Uh, let's see. Let's see. James Storm was there looking for work. Yes, James Storm was there. He, mm -hmm. he was at the building. We have multiple confirmations of that. Does this match cement how important Sasha was to NXT? The whole roster coming out, main eventing being the first Iron Woman match, and the Flowers felt like it was all for Sasha on her way out. It was half for Sasha, half for Bailey, half for both of them. That, that, it, yeah, that's three halves, by the way. Um, no, it was important. If you're doing a Mount Rushmore of this era of NXT, Sasha Banks is on it. Yes, and I think it's it's interesting how this came about because... For the longest time, even as our show was starting in its infancy, everybody, to a T, was saying Charlotte's the big star here. Charlotte's Sasha's okay. Sasha's improving. Sasha, and then eventually Sasha starts getting our notice, and we're and you know everybody else's notice, and oh wow, what a revelation! And then eventually she becomes the MVP of that whole women's division so yes she is a linchpin this was an appropriate curtain call i think it was done just for her everything including the iron woman match and the main event slot i think was done for sasha and her contributions and her longevity in the division yeah who would be the mount rushmore of this era of nxt i'm putting sasha on there for sure i'll, I'll give you mine i'll give you mine i'll give you time to think All about right. yours All right. maybe mine won't will influence you. Sasha Banks. Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. I hesitate to put Bailey on there, but she probably, she might make the top four. Cause let's, I mean, it's been two years of this NXT. Yes. Okay. And this, some will say this era only includes the post arrival and current era of NXT. And this goes to the point about Finn Balor. Finn Balor has been here since last October. I don't know if I would put Finn Balor on there. I don't either because I can think of other nominees. I'm, I'm questioning whether to put Charlotte on there. So I got Bailey, Sasha mm -hmm. Banks, Sami Zayn, Neville. Yes. Neville. That'd be my fourth. Okay. Because Neville it had... can't just be about us. It's got to be about the overall out of the bubble perception of NXT. Right. And he had the big, he had that first big ladder match with Bo Dallas. Yeah. He was part of the big fatal four way. Yeah. It has to be Neville. If you're in the chat and you have, nominees for the for the you know the four the four tops the CJ Mount Rushmore. Parker. sure 
if you have nominations, if you're listening to the podcast later on, I would love to, it's not just a live thing, at Shake Them Ropes, tell us who your top four, your Mount Rushmore of NXT would be, because I, I struggle about who would be three and four, honestly, but yes. I would put Neville on there, same as Ames. Ascension? Some, some people nominating uh, Tyler Breeze. Breeze would be a strong he's been, choice. He's been a lifer. But, he's been a lifer yeah. there. The Ascension, I mean, honestly, take away what they've done now. If they, they were only, great if they for NXT. Have one, yeah, if they only have one spot, it might be them. They were the biggest tag team in a you know time where tag team wrestling, at least Triple H, was trying to get tag team wrestling up. So the he Ascension might back, be on there. He was bringing back veteran tag teams to lose to them. He was trying. So, yeah. Yeah, Hackman says William Regal with Bailey, Neville, and Sammy. Ooh, that's he was nice. A, he's been in the ring. He's the figurehead. And uh, Came Light 4545 says Dana Brooke has all four slots. <laughs> I'm surprised, Rob, you didn't put Alex Riley on there. Once he comes back. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't seen the full impact of the rage yet. Hey, okay. hey, hey, you want to talk about who's next for Apollo Crews? Say it to his face. Say it to his face. <laughs> you know what? If you're Asuka, smile to his face. I'd like to see Asuka beat up Alex Riley. That'd be nice. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past that happening, honestly. Um, we will be back for post pay-per-view shows at shake them ropes is the Twitter handle at crap game 13 for Jeff. I thank everyone who joined us live here in the YouTube chat. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel and get these announcements about the shows uh, when they happen by going to voices of slash YouTube. Uh, I encourage you to make comments. If you're in the chat, leave a comment in the comment section. So it, it kind of increases the ranking of this in YouTube. So other people can find it. Uh, share the videos, like them. I hope the stream worked out well for everybody. Um, you know, I don't have the stream going so that the internet doesn't fail. So I don't know if I, I can't see it on my end. So hopefully it, it hung in there for all of you. Um, we are shake them ropes. Voices of wrestling.com is the website to find us and a lot of other great content. And we will uh, see you next time on shake them ropes. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old, or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.